talk about miracles and how to keep them. There are many kinds of miracles and all of them are beautiful and perfect because they come from God. Well, I'm going to teach you about two types of miracles today. The first one, the one is one that I call a process miracle. And you've probably been getting process miracles and didn't realize they were miracles. But they involve healing and changes that happen over time in accordance with our natural process of humanity and earth that we live on today. But yet, they're still a miracle. For example, you could uh, have been able to endure financial hardships. And people, it takes miracles <laughs> to endure financial hardships. To have grace, God's grace, from a bill collector. Or if you've been arrested, to have God's mercy in court. Those are miracles. Those are processing miracles. Having favor with God uh, in difficult circumstances. That's miraculous. Or it could be like having a broken leg and in a natural process of time of that broken bone mending, it was still miraculous. So a process miracle works within our time and is blessed by God. That's a process miracle. It's still a miracle, still miraculous. Now, the second kind of miracle I'm going to talk about are called creative miracles. And those are miracles like Jesus did. They happen outside the universal laws of cause and effect, except for cause and effect of faith and actions. But creative miracles are outside the norm. While attending a wedding, I'm going to give you some examples of Jesus who did creative miracles. And here in John chapter 2, verses 1 to 11, talks about Jesus being at a wedding. And you might have heard that story where Jesus turned water into wine. That was a miracle because it changed form. It went from one form of water to a different form of wine that they could drink. And this is what the, what the master said. You, uh, you have saved the best till now. Because that was Jesus at work and turning that water to wine. All they had to do was a step of faith and obey the instructions that Jesus gave to them. And the water actually turned into wine. This was a creative miracle because it changed form. And the last was better than the first. Another creative miracle that Jesus did. And welcome, Angie. God bless you. It's so good to see you this morning. Another miracle that Jesus did, you all have heard about how Jesus multiplied the little fish and the loaves of bread and he fed thousands. Well, one of these stories is in Matthew chapter 5, verses 33 through 38. And guess what? It was a creative miracle because Jesus didn't collect an offering and said, okay, disciples, now you guys go and buy the food. He did not collect an offering. He didn't ask the people to wait another day. Said, you know what? You all just fast another day and then you can go home. <laughs> but he knew they, they was already hungry because he couldn't tell them that. What kind of creative miracle did Jesus do? He didn't kill any nearby animals so that they could have meat to eat. He did not do that either. But in a creative miracle, Jesus immediately multiplied this small lunch. This loaves of bread and these few fishes to feed thousands. That was a creative miracle. He multiplied 
a little handful of food to feed thousands. That was a creative miracle. Now here's another one. Peter had approached Jesus about payment for their temple tax. He told Peter, and it's funny too, because a lot of times God used our own uh, circumstances to multiply miracles to us. Peter was a fisherman. So what did God do? Peter said, we, we don't have no money. Jesus said, mm, that's okay. I can take care of this. I'm going to have a creative miracle. But you have to go into your area of labor that you're already familiar with. Told Peter to go fishing. Go fishing. But he said, take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma, that's D-R-A-C-H-M-A, coin. Take it. And give it to them for my tax and for yours. God multiplied abundance. It was enough for Peter and for Jesus. And this was Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 to 27. This was a creative miracle because fish don't keep coins. And the exact amount that Jesus needed for himself and for Peter, fish don't keep that exact coin, that exact amount to take care of their debt in their mouth. That took a creative miracle. That was outside the norm of a fish to accomplish that need. So that was a creative miracle. Those creative miracles are beyond uh, what would naturally take place. Supernatural. You take super and then natural. Creative uh, miracles are super natural. They take uh, beyond what would naturally take place. And being a creative being like you are, like I am, we are like God. Your words and <coughs> excuse me, your words and prayers will involve both process miracles and also will involve creative miracles. Sometimes you'll get a process miracle like it was a broken leg. It could be a process and over time to be healed, or it could be a creative miracle where that broken leg is healed instantly, quickly. That would be a creative miracle. But there's a couple of things I want to tell you about in dealing with both of these miracles. One is do not elevate any type of miracle over the other. You could probably say, you know, if that leg had been healed instantly, that would have been a real miracle. No. Do not elevate one miracle over another as if this is better than that one. No. A process miracle is just as important as a creative miracle, no matter how it happens. No matter how it happens. Because it is God the healer at work. It's always God the healer at work. Now, another reason not to elevate one type of miracle over the other it's because every person is different in how they handle pain, disabilities, lack in their lives, financial hardships, and illnesses. Everybody is uniquely different. Yes, we have many ways that we are alike, many things that are common one to another, where it's me here, or over in China, or over in Africa. We have a lot of things that are common, but yet each one of us is uniquely different. One person can be immediately healed from a wheelchair when they receive prayer. Then that next moment, somebody's prayed in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. They get up and they start walking and they push the wheelchair 
out of the auditorium or out of the room. That's that creative miracle that happened. But you may be suffering from migraine headaches. You can pray for healing. You can pray and ask God for healing. And after six months of working with the doctor and different medications, you are healed, having no more migraines. So does that make uh, the wheelchair immediate um, healing any better than yours that you needed for migraine headaches? No. The, the one, and I have the person in the wheelchair healing, was met with a creative miracle. And the person with the migraine headaches healing was met with a process miracle. And they were healed. Unique, we're much, have much in common, but yet uniquely different. So one is not any better than the other. The person with the migraine got what they needed. The person in the wheelchair got what they needed and what they desired. So now creating miracles. Oh, aren't they exciting? Oh, I love to see. I watch a lot of the old healing evangelists like, like Catherine Kuhlman, you know, or A.A. Uh, a. Allen or Shambach. I love watching those creative miracles at work. I will not bypass them. But what happens, they inspire us when we hear and we see those miracles take place. They inspire our faith. They boost our faith to believe. But, there's a but, but sometimes people look at the creative miracles and they compare what they didn't receive at, at, at the time of prayer. And guess what? What if the person with the migraines looked at the person being healed immediately and walking from that wheelchair? That with the migraines said, well, it's just not for me. That he, the, uh, the wheelchair, that was a creative miracle. Something is wrong with me. So what happens when you look and compare your need of healing and the way God is healing you with someone else, it can cause you to look at, you can start thinking, I didn't receive prayer because something is wrong with me. And you get discouraged and you begin to judge yourself with questions of why. Why didn't it happen to me? Like the, the, the creative miracle from that person in the wheelchair. Why did I get the healing that I want? And what's wrong with me? Not only what's wrong with me, but what's wrong with that person who prayed for me and was believing for healing? What's wrong with, with the church's theology? You'll go through so many whys and whys and what that don't do that. You have to go back and look and talk to God and follow what God is telling you for healing because God is miraculous. Whether it's a process miracle or whether it's a creative miracle, the bottom line is God always heals. God always heals, period, period. He always heals because that's who he is. God can't do anything else but help you to be well, make you well. God can't give you sickness. He can't give you disease. He can't give you mental illness. But that's not who he is. Remember in the book of Genesis, he said everything that God did was very good, was good, was very good. So how can God use these things to cause you to suffer in sickness and disease? Because that's not who he is. God always heals, period. He always heals, period. And we have Jesus in Matthew 4, 23, 
and Jesus was here of God, and this is what Jesus did. Remember I told you that Jesus is my mentor? It says here in Matthew 4, 23, and Jesus went about all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people, healing all. He didn't make some of them sick. He didn't give some of them diseases. He said, no, he healed all who were sick of all manner of disease. He left nothing out. God heals, period. One way or another, God heals. God will heal you of whatever your affliction or your trouble is today. God will heal you. So no matter how you, how you, no matter how you receive your healing, uh, uh, no matter how you receive it, whether it's a process miracle or a creative miracle, you also need to know how to keep your healing. You may have heard someone was miraculously healed or received a, a process miracle and that thing came back. So I'm going to uh, try to get a chart up here and show you uh, God's will, a, God, a circle for God's healing on how to keep your healing. And not only how to keep your keep your healing, but it can also uh, make your healing process a lot faster if you do these pie slices in my chart here. And I have it here, and I know on, on the video everything is kind of upside down, but uh, maybe you can get the hang of it here if I show it to you. It's God's God's healing circle, and let's see. Right here is, is addictions, and so right here is addiction, and I'm going to go around the circle and show you the effect that it can have, uh, what you need to be um, looking at and paying attention to in order to be, in order to be healed. This is the first time I try to put up a chart. Oh, this is quite interesting. But anyway, the first up there in that purple color, it says addictions. Now you can have an addiction from a um, street addiction, prescription addiction. You could have eating disorder addiction. You can, and when Andre was in the hospital and we were in this um, waiting area for families, and this lady, I was talking to her and ministering to her about praying and believing that her loved one there was going to be healed. And you know what she told me? She said, you know what? I have an addiction to worry. Yeah, I've never heard nobody say that. I have an addiction to worry. <laughs> That's what she said. And so anyway, we started talking talking about worry. So you can have actually have a worry addiction up there in that purple circle. Okay, now on around there, you probably can't tell the words are upside down, but uh, nutrition and food is another pie slice to keeping your healing. Because if you've been troubled with an addiction in some way, you haven't been taking care of yourself. You know, haven't been eating proper meals and getting the nutrients that you need. So that's an area that you're going to need to take care of. Nutrition and food, vitamins, supplements, herbs, whatever it is you need to take in order to keep your healing, healing from that addiction, you need to take a look at nutrition and food. The next one underneath that, it says exercise and fitness. Because we are a whole being, you might say, well, what does exercise and fitness have to do with my addiction? 
of sometimes when we have an addiction, we have an illness, we're so focused on that, we forget about everything else. And guess what? Our bodies were created to move. So exercise and fitness is a part of your healing and it's a part of keeping your healing. Don't turn into a couch potato. Don't turn into a couch potato. So exercise and fitness. Uh-oh, here's one at the bottom. Social networks. What does social networks have to do with being healed from an addiction or a sickness or a disease? Because you need to be involved with other people outside from yourself. Social network. That's not the internet. I'm talking about flesh and blood being involved with social networks off of the internet because we got lots of friends, you know, Facebook and other social media, but I'm talking about in person. You need social networks. You need best friends. Whether uh, you're getting social networks through your church, your temple, your synagogue, whether you belong to a club, that social network. What about volunteering for nonprofit agencies, visiting hospitals, passing out magazines, whatever it is, that's a lot you can do for social network. Just know keeping your healing also is going to avoid you being in touch with others off of the internet and beyond yourself, beyond yourself. The next one over there, it says physical and emotional healing, uh, physical and emotional illness. If you've been battling an addiction, most likely something has been affected because it's been a burden on, on your, um, your internal organs. You could have trouble with your heart, your kidneys, your liver, uh, so many other things, you know, may have happened to you. Dental problems, so much has happened because of your addiction. So you need to also address and staying healed is physical illness. Be uh, Get with a primary care doctor, get an overall physical exam to see what type of damage it happened to your body that you need a doctor's help, whether it's medication, whether it's x-rays, blood, whatever it needs, you need to look at your physical body. Also, physical and emotional illness. If you've been recovering uh, from an addiction, you can have a miracle about that addiction. You need to look at the trauma that may have happened in your life that helped to get you into that addiction and to keep you in that addiction. So emotional healing is very important for you and keeping healthy and keeping that miracle that happened for you. The next one going up on the other side, we have brain health. And I don't think there's enough going on about brain health. We need to keep our brain healthy. So sometimes you go to the doctor, like I said, down here for the physical health, but you also need to, now if you're watching me, that means you have the internet. So do a little Google search and find out brain health. What must I do to keep this brain healthy? And we have to keep our brain healthy. And right above, they have peaceful sleep because I did a, a workshop at my Just Not Academy and it was on having sweet sleep, peaceful sleep, a healthy brain, and miracles. And having peaceful sleep is also tied in to brain health. If you don't have a, a good peaceful sleep and then amount of hours for, for an adult, you know, it's going to affect your brain. 
So check that out and do some research there too. Peaceful sleep. And I have a video. All my, my teaching videos are on, I say they're stored on YouTube. And you'll see one that's called How to Get Miracles in the last five minutes, the last few minutes of you falling asleep. So that's enough to want you to have peaceful sleep. Because I can tell you with peaceful sleep, miracles begin the last few minutes of you falling asleep. So go on my YouTube channel for Dorothy Wellington and see what I'm, and click on that video. They're usually 20 or 30 minutes long to find out how I'm telling you with peaceful sleep, miracles can happen. And the last one at the top, right across from addiction, I have God and spiritual growth. Now, I have a little motto that says, uh, love God, know God, love God, and live in his power. So God, if you never turn your life over to God, that's the first thing you need to do. I just said, everybody needs God. You need to just give, you know, pray and just simply say, God, I turn my life over to you, to the one and only true living God. I give my life to you through Christ. I give my life to you. And then you become an official sons and daughters of the one and true living God. And then once you do that, then you need to learn more about it. And so then I have God and spiritual growth. You need to continue to learn. Remember to know God, love God, and live in his power. And you get more authority and more power the more you know about him. So growing uh, in God and, in, in, and spiritually, you can get that every Sunday morning with a Miracle Prayer Sunday and me, Reverend Dorothy Wellington. Or that afternoon, whenever you miss it, you can just find me on YouTube or look on my uh, profile page and you'll see everything that I have posted. So in order to have healing and to keep your healing, it's holistic. You need to uh, incorporate all of these things in your life and you will keep your healing. And it will also, if you address all of these things, in your life and also speed up your healing too. Amen. 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 If any of you would like that chart, uh, if you let me know in the comments, I can do it as a picture attachment and get that to you also. Okay. God always heals, period. And remember, if you need a prayer, like I said, if you want a copy of this picture, let me know and I can attach it and send it to you through Messenger or I can attach it on our, um, our video today. Leave me a comment and do that. And I believe God will begin a miracle, whether it's a process miracle or a creative miracle. I just know God heals, period, through a, a, a comment, uh, my email address, or through Messenger on Facebook. And also, as this teaching has blessed you, which you support Dorothy Wellington Ministries with an offering today. And the offering button is right on my website or DorothyWellingtonMinistries.com and help me to continue helping other people. You can send $5, $25, and I can stretch you a little bit. Somebody might want to send $1,000. I believe in miracles, and that would be possible too. And while on my website, uh, uh, my uh, special Facebook group is on there. It's called God's Love Empowered Elite 